Hello guys, happy Wednesday and welcome back to That's The Point podcast with Kristen and John. What's up? We missed you. We did. It's only been a week, but like I've said to John so many times, a week feels like so long now. You mean in between each podcast? In between each episode. I know, it honestly does. And now I gauge my weeks <laughs> on podcast days. I'm like, okay, we posted the podcast yesterday. Okay, it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Have you been doing that too? Yeah, kind of. And every day that something interesting happens, I'm like, oh, I should talk about that on the podcast. But I can't do it till next week. Exactly. Well, this week my mom's like, I've been listening to y'all's podcast. I love it so much. I'm like, she oh did. My gosh. Yeah. She's like, me and Carla. Carla's my mom's best friend. And if my mom ever comes on the podcast, which she definitely will, she will <laughs> talk about Carla 10,000 times. Well, because Carla is the best. And it's, they're the cutest little best friends running around. The cutest Tennessee. little duo. Those are who really need their own podcast. True. But my mom was like, you, ha- you and John just have the best podcast voices Aww. and John has the best laugh and oh, she God. was just going on and on and she was like but I still prefer my true crime podcasts <laughs> she did not she is obsessed with true crime are you no I, I really can't handle that anymore yeah but you kind of like the true crime books you like kind of a mystery novel don't you I'll go yes I like it in books better if it's like a fictional book okay. but my mom listens to the most grotesque <gasps> true crime <laughs> podcast I walk I like get home I walk in the kitchen she has her podcast playing she's like cooking something and it's just like I walk into the middle of the most horrific crime scene story oh, being told I'm like mom it's eight o'clock in the morning. Like you don't really need this in your brain right now. But anyways, shout out to Cece for always giving me John the encouragement we need. Yes. I love your mom. <laughs> I actually saw her this week at, um, Marcus's hundred page. What would you even call it? Like, yeah, like the, the project the, debut. Yeah. Which we have to talk about cause it's absolutely amazing. But when I yes. saw her, she was like, Oh my God, baby, I love y'all's podcast. I go, you do? She's like, oh yeah, I love it. She goes, you're better than Kristen. And Honestly, I, said, I like your voice better than mine. No, I like your voice better than mine. Okay, well. Okay, well. It's so funny. Um, my mom is the biggest fan of the podcast. She's just always been the biggest fan of like anything her kids do. She's just like our biggest supporter. Um, and then this weekend at Marcus's event that he put on that we'll talk about more, she was so socially high. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how else to explain it, but she gets so energized by meeting new people. And she loved that so many people knew her and were coming <laughs> up to her and being like, Cece, I love you. Like she lives for that. So if you ever see my mom in public, go say hi. You will probably get sucked into a 30 minute conversation, but oh, she her was life living. will be made. She was living. I was like, mom, you got to bring the energy down a little bit. You are so hyped up on life right now. But that's what everybody loves when they meet your mom. It's always funny when it's your own mom, it kind of embarrasses you. But like whenever your mom is just going full force, I'm like, you go girl. I love that. I do get a little bit embarrassed. I'm just like, oh my gosh. But before we continue, we just want to tell you guys kind of the theme of today's podcast. So you can kind of, you know, 
compartmentalize in your brain what to expect. Well, I'm excited to hear what to expect, Chris. Go ahead. We have a lot of life updates. So me and John were talking about, I feel like a lot of this podcast episode is going to be fun life updates. But also at the end, we want to share some unlikely icks. And so I'm going to share my <laughs> unlikely icks and John is going to tell me if I'm insane or not. Because I've been writing these down for a while. So you're probably going to think half of them are unwarranted, but half of them are good. <laughs> we'll see. I'll be the judge of that. But yeah, you be the judge. You start with your life updates, John. New York. I was so mad at you the whole time. You were? Were you jealous? I was so jealous. I was like, bye, John. Have a good time. I hate you. Have <laughs> and <fun." laughs> the fact that I was with Steven Sass, too, is just like, whoops, sorry. And Oliver. Oh. We still haven't met Oliver. He is the most perfect baby. Our friend's baby, Oliver. Three months old. First of all, we got a 800 square foot room in New York. It was huge, but we shared one large room. Oliver woke up once every night and he barely made a peep. I didn't even wake up when Saz was nursing him. See, I'm praying for that, for this baby. You'll get it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, New York was amazing. It was just fall in New York. I had five coffees a day. I told Steve, I said, we need to have three to five coffees a day. Mm -hmm. We did. Mm -hmm. Um, and we went to the coziest restaurants for dinner. We went to Ralph Lauren's Polo Bar, Candlelight. We went to Central Park. They had a big billboard in Times Square for their book. And so we got that to- That was so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. And then we went to Barnes & Noble and saw all of the books in Barnes & Noble. It was just crazy. It's such an exciting thing to celebrate. And um, so that was just so much fun. Yeah, it's been so fun to talk to Saz because- we, I mean, very closely have written both of our books, like yeah. at the same time, I'm saying. And so for her book to come out first, I've been asking her questions like, how is this going? How have you been working on this and that? And just like getting advice from each other. And it's just been so cool because that's such a huge accomplishment. Oh, I mean, I know. Our books were right next to each other on the Amazon like I top list that. yesterday. And, and Saz texted me. She was like our books are holding hands on the Amazon charts. And I'm like, good, straight to number one and two, hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so New York was so much fun. I have to tell you this story that you're going to be shook by and also horrified. I'm scared. So it's night one. Every night, Steve, Saz, and I said, if we're going to be eating this, you know, pizza nonstop, all the good food, we need to be walking to our meals. So every night we walked about 15 to 20 blocks to dinner and 15 to 20 blocks back. It was great. But the high was 62, so it was just beautiful. I'm pushing Oliver in his stroller and Saz starts screaming like a bug is on her. She's screaming oh, gosh. and I jolt and stop and I go, what, Saz? I continue going with the stroller and I hear a squeaking, screeching scream. I ran over a rat. Oh my gosh. I thought you were going to say Oliver fell out <laughs> of the stroller and onto the ground and you rolled over him. No. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, John. Saz is terrified of rats. She screamed. <gasps> She's terrified of every animal. I didn't see it. And I'm like, what are you? And I kept going and I felt the stroller roll over its body. Well, it was it still alive. It was just running, right? Well, no, it dead. kind of just like crawled away slowly. Oh, gosh. You probably injured it. I know. It was, it was so... <laughs> I'm worried about the rat's well-being. 
but I was just like, oh, it was just gross because I felt his body on the stroller. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? hate that. Anyway, that was hilarious. Saz could not get it out of her head the whole night while we were eating pizza. No, it was just so funny. she's fully traumatized by any small animal. Yes, but you know how much I love the Today Show. Of course. Of course. So I was always up between 5 and 5.30 every morning, and I would just leave the hotel room, let them sleep, and I would go work down in the lobby or go for a walk through the park. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Today Show one morning and just stand outside. Because, you know, they have people out anyone in the plaza. Anyone can do that, right? Yeah, yeah, anyone. I watch the Today Show almost every morning. I just have it on in the background while I have my coffee and I get my day going. I kind of know what's going on in the world to a degree. And I love Hoda Cuppy. Like, Are you going to cry? No. I hope not. Oh. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love her. I'm walking to Rockefeller Plaza. I go through security. You have to go through security to stand out by the window. But I'm standing there. I'm literally... Oh. <gasps> You've said cozy and literally, so you're oh. getting two marks. Oh, shoot. Anyways, I'm standing outside the glass window. I'm 10 feet away from them. Al Roker? Al Roker, Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Cuppy, Craig Muster. Okay, I don't know any of them except Al Roker, my king. Oh, okay, great. You're king. Hoda, my queen, literally. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. gosh I stopped. I stopped. Good track. Okay. You get half a mark. So I'm standing there, and one of the producers calls everyone over to the square part, and I'm like, I ain't moving. I'm just watching them. Hoda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said literally again. No, but she did. I have to say it. This is a big moment for she me, okay? quite literally She did what? quite literally looked directly at me, <gasps> went like this. She went... Big smile, waved, and she goes, you like the show? I was the only one standing there. And I, I, I was like, I never get starstruck. I was like, oh, yes. like I do like the I show. I love the show. <laughs> it was like such a moment, and I was just holding my coffee in the middle of Rockefeller Plaza, and Hoda Cuppy and I had a moment. That is so special. Isn't that sweet? I'm so glad that happened to you. I know, honestly, it was just a really, like, I'm like, Wow. In my living room every day for years to literally eye contact. Sorry, I had to say it. Eye contact and a sweet exchange. Oh, that is, it, it is really, really surreal when you meet somebody in real life or even just see someone in real life that you have watched online or watched on TV yeah. or whatever. It just feels so unreal. It's just funny too, because I don't really care about celebrities so much, but her, she's like, Except I for Hillary Duff. And we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> My true love, <laughs> but Hoda Cuppy, I love you. And thanks for the little moment, you know, thanks for the little smile and wave. Yeah, of course. Also, last night, we were at Marcus and Kristen's for dinner. Kristen made the most delicious vodka pasta for all of the siblings, my siblings, her siblings. We were all there, and after dinner, she brought me and Emily out to see their new chickens. Oh, my gosh, yes. Tell us about those little nuggets. Uh, well, you know, chickens are just such a sore spot for me right now mm -hmm. with everything that happened with martin oh my god i haven't yeah. even gotten into all of the chicken tragedies that <gasps> have happened to us in the past six months oh right but i'll just say marcus uh we went to the uh <laughs> we went to the state fair and at the state fair there is 
you know, the chicken show where you bring your chicken and they get rated best in show for all the different chickens, turkeys, all that kind of stuff. Marcus sees this massive bin of eggs sitting there because as the chickens are being judged, they're also laying eggs. So they're just putting the eggs to the side. And Marcus goes up to the chicken guy and is like, could I take some of these eggs home? And the guy was like, yeah, take as many as you want. So we took like 12 of these show eggs home, not knowing if they'd be turkeys or quail or chickens or whatever. Shut up. Yes. And then four of them actually hatched. We didn't know if they were actually even fertilized or not. And they were so cute. They were a big mixture of different chickens and they were just all special and really sweet. But for some reason, I think that they were sick somehow. Like, Right when they hatched, we could just tell none of them were super strong or lively. And then I posted a picture to my Instagram. I was like, look how cute these chicks are. There's a funny story. And I never posted the funny story because they all died. What? <laughs> I thought you were talking about your current little chicks. No, no. I'm going to get to them in a second. I'm no, going to get to my current chicks. you never told me that. Yes. It was, was I living here? Yeah, you were. This was a few, this was a f- like a month or two ago. <gasps> oh my <sighs> gosh. And then it felt just like such a God thing that my mom found Martin and we were just like, oh my gosh, like he's the special chicken that we needed. Martin dies. I'm like murdered. I tell Marcus, I'm like, I'm done raising and incubating chickens because when you hatch them from eggs, it's like you're so you you have so much love for them because you've seen them from the beginning. Yeah, from birth. So Cody and Lexi have these chickens that we had given them. Because I'm sorry, but you got to speed this story up because I. <laughs> okay. There's a very sentimental thing about to happen. So shut up. Okay. Because <laughs> Cody's chickens got murdered. So we bought him little chicks. Now these chicks are alive and well laying eggs. And those are the eggs that we just incubated and 15 new chicks have hatched. So shut up, John. Thank you. You finally got to the point. (sighs) I just, well, one of my life updates was big chicken tragedy turned into miracle. I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to do that, but you were taking a little too long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Your big tragedy and chicken miracle was, you know. I just. Drawn out. I'm so happy that we have these 15 chicks and they are so healthy and cute. And yeah, I showed John and Emily them last night <laughs> and now i don't even want to talk anymore because i feel like i'm talking for too long no they're so cute though and Kristen literally had to pull me away because i kept putting one down grabbing another i probably picked up half of the 15 I was within like, okay, three John, minutes you're done yeah. you're done they're just so cute and little and i never see them that little yeah they're only two days old yeah so we took a few pictures we'll post them on our stories but yeah pray f- pray for their health and success yeah, I'm really going to pray for that. Yeah. Because you guys do not have a good track rate. Track uh, rate? Track record. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Track yeah. record. <laughs> but T- Tell me when you'd like me to speak, King. Yes. Um, go ahead. Okay. Well, um, this week has been a doozy. Really? Yeah. James gave me a black eye <gasps> on accident. That's right. How did that happen? Did he headbutt you? Well, he was having a little tantrum. I was with him at night. He was having a little tantrum before bed. Nothing crazy, but I picked him up and his head was back and he just lunged it forward and it hit me so hard in my eyebrow 
And then I was like, I'm, I know I'm going to have a black eye in the morning. And the black <gasps> eye lasted all week. And so I've been trying to cover it with makeup and it just looks horrible. So, wow. Yeah. I never saw you because I think I was in New York the whole time. Yeah, you were in New York. I felt self-conscious anytime I was like at Trader Joe's or something with my black eye. I was like feeling like a victim, you know. <gasps> did anyone look at you weird? I feel like they did, but probably not. <laughs> But yeah, James gave me a black eye. A lot of people were asking how I deal with tantrums. Luckily, James hasn't, well, I don't know if he hasn't hit the age yet or if he just isn't a real tantrum boy. You know, he's good, truly. He really doesn't throw very many tantrums. He's only had three in his life that have been like big tantrums. Like I can just tell his emotions are totally unregulated and like I just have to let him cry it out. Yeah. But, um, so that was a, a, a fun thing this week. Also, my nausea came back this week. You're joking. No, I'm 20 weeks and my nausea came back. Gosh, It was dang. only gone for like a week. You've been sick this entire pregnancy, I feel like. Yeah, but so many people messaged me and said that their nausea went away by 20 weeks. You know what? So many people... <laughs> Don't know nothing. Every pregnancy is different. So, and I'm not a woman and I know that. I know. I just can't imagine it going the whole time. That would be so twisted. But it has gotten better and less each week, right? Yes. Not as intense? Not as intense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you had a uh, 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 anatomy scan today, right? I had my anatomy scan today. How did that go? It was so fun to see her. Because we haven't had an ultrasound since I was six weeks pregnant and she was the size of a pea. Right. And so when she stuck that ultrasound on my stomach and immediately her little face popped up on the ultrasound Was it screen. 3D? No, no, it's not 3D. It's like the black and white oh, normal yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. But like you could see her little profile. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh my gosh. And Marcus was obviously in there with me. And he was like, she's really in there. And she was kicking around and I could see her little nose and her hands. And I was, it just made everything feel so much more real. Oh my gosh. I'm sure. So you get the anatomy scan. It takes like 30 minutes because they're checking every single thing. She perfect, The blood flow, the brain, every little thing, taking pictures. And then I went to meet with my doctor and then they go over the scan with you. Okay. And she walked in and she was like, everything's perfect. I knew it. And I, it's just such an answer to prayer when, because that kind of thing can feel, you can just feel nervous about it because, you know. Of course. You just want your baby to be perfect and healthy. So that was a huge answer to prayer. And I was so happy to see her and she's so cute. Oh, well, how big is she now? She said she's exactly measuring her due date, which is end of February, and she's a little over a pound. Wow. I know. I know. And and her head is right on my bladder, and I knew it because I have to pee so much. She's like, like, her head is using your bladder as a pillow. I'm like, yeah, I I can feel that. Will she move? Yeah. She said they can move a ton during this time, but... You're like, girl, get off. I'm like, girl, can you scooch a little bit? We have to talk about Marcus's 100 pages. <gasps> yes. Okay, Marcus had this idea to have 100 random people write one page of a movie and then they're going to produce the movie. Obviously, a ton of extra logistical things go into that. But this weekend was the weekend that all 100 writers that they chose came to Nashville all together and 
got their number of their page number chosen and everyone got to meet each other epic it was so much fun i came and brought cookies yes you did and i got to meet so many of you guys some of you were even in the bestie chat and some of you were podcast listeners so shout out to y'all that i met this weekend yeah um but it was just so insane I, i i was like nobody except for marcus can even think of something like this I told that to Cody, Marcus's brother. I said, why when Marcus does something, it's 10 out of 10, the biggest thing ever. And Cody looks at me, he goes, Marcus doesn't do anything unless it's the biggest thing ever. And it's true. Yeah. He's going to chill until he does something amazing. Mm -hmm. And when he does something, everyone lines up because they're like, this guy is so funny, brilliant, and is going to do something epic. Yes. I I was so proud of him and the other three producers that he's working on it with. And it was just so crazy because it just feels so impossible that 100 people from around America, the Mm. only two people that weren't there were abroad in like the Netherlands and Ireland, I think, or something like that. And they zoomed in. And they zoomed in. So they were holding them on the laptop. Yeah. But for 98 people to come to Nashville to a place for one day I, I was just like how is it even possible unbelievable and everyone there was so nice and so creative and cool yes Marcus had 99 writers and my little sister Olivia who's 13 writes little plays and scripts and she's actually really really talented and Marcus and her have always hit it off because they love theater and singing and all this stuff well Marcus decided to call her and ask her to be the hundredth writer for this and she flipped out. So it was so cute because Liv was so here. So cute to see her there. Yeah. And all these girls were around her thinking that they were all the same age, but they're all like 18, 19, 20 and Liv is 13 and writing one of the pages. Yeah. It was so funny that it was Liv's age. I think she was the youngest all the way to Marcus's grandmother, who's 80, I think. Wow. It may be even older, actually. Really? So it's just like such a huge range of people from different walks of life. And we're just so excited about this project. So if you guys want to follow along and see how they're doing and see the process of it all, it's so crazy because they're doing a documentary about the writing process. And then they're also producing a full on feature film. It's crazy. So it's going to be really fun to follow. So you can follow 100 Pages Project on Instagram. Yeah. You can find it on Marcus's Instagram too, but. That was really fun. I had to shout that out. Love it. Got a little bit out of breath. Yeah, you talked for a long minute there without breathing, girl. I'm like, I gotta talk. (laughs) You have, you did tell me right before we started this that you are breathing better, though. You're less out of breath now, right? I'm way less out of breath. Why is that? I don't know what happened. You're just settling into the new tummy? I guess so. Like, for a two-week period, it was really bad. Mm Mm-hmm. I always felt super out of breath. I don't know. I don't know. Good. I'm just feeling good. Also, I wish you guys could see Kristen's cup right now. It's like a... It's like an adult sippy cup. Yeah, it's an iced coffee, but it looks like a igloo it's, with a straw. Well, we'll post it on Instagram and Patreon. Y'all can already see. But um, I got this from Nespresso, and I'm like, this is an adult baby bottle. Yeah, it is. And I'm obsessed with it. I think it's so cute. Kristen walked in. I go, what is that? I have a new coffee cup every day. She literally does. I keep saying literally, Chris. It's okay, mama. Ay vey, mama. Give me, 
your unlikely X, why they're X, mm-hmm. and your theory on... And you can judge them. Yeah, I'm 100%. You can be the judge. I'm going to judge. And y'all can be the judge. An ick is basically just something that makes, like, <laughs> super just turns you off. Just like, no, I cannot deal with that. Okay, mama? Okay, mama. Okay, so these are some of mine. So are you ready? <laughs> some of mine. Yes, I'm ready. Let's judge them, guys. Okay. Before you start. Before I start, let's give a disclaimer. No, no disclaimers. I just feel like these icks are going to be dumb. They are. Yeah, but like. No, but they actually piss me off. Okay, let's just go. Impersonations and accents <gasps> on social media or anything, even in like a stand-up comedy skit. I don't know why it just really, really like, uh, okay, I will say the one person. Stevie. Yes. That's the one person that I am like. Our friend Steve. Yeah. He can get away with it because he's incredible at it and okay. he doesn't do it in a cringy way. But there's some people that overdo it with the accents and impersonations like, oh, the impersonations for me is on a whole nother level as like doing an accent in person be like oh what are you saying like a christopher walken impersonation like i'm gonna do this person impersonation it hurts me because it's so far off no because it's just so cringy and i can't (laughs) i can't watch it i can't watch it it gives me a pit in my stomach don't do that okay that is a really rare unlikely ick i've never heard anyone say that but i can see it Okay, it's unlikely it's rare and that's the point and that's the point. Okay, I, I give it to you. That's a fair ick for you to have. There's many videos on TikTok of people like doing <gasps> six different impressions of different celebrities. And yeah, that is do it. so annoying. Okay, but some people really like that and I really don't like that. Okay. Okay. Move on. Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why? People that think that they are so smart for fit for doing the Rubik's <laughs> they are cubes. though. I know, but they need to stop. They need to chill. It well, they need- do it in like four seconds, so it's like a fast forward maniac thing. Okay, it's less about the Rubik's cube, more about what they look like while they're solving <laughs> it. <laughs> you are so stupid. That's mean. No, it's not. Yes, it is. If it, you're eight, if you're eighty, you shouldn't be making that face while you do the Rubik's cube. I disagree wholeheartedly. Okay. And, and you, you think they're just slaying? They are slaying. Okay, Rubik's cubes aficionados are slaying, according to John. To me, they need to stop. Yeah, good for you guys. Keep it going, babies. I don't know if I should say this. You next have to. <laughs> you have to say it. Don't skip anything on your list. Singing on social media. <laughs> Well, everybody does it, so that's no, okay. No, they don't. Oh, well. Singing on social media. If your whole career, I, I feel if you. you are a pop star, you can sing on social media. Okay. For me personally, <laughs> I don't want to see anyone else singing on social media. <laughs> I hope you don't get some backlash for that one. I might, and that's why I wanted to do a disclaimer. This is just my one girl opinion. Right. Of course. So, I mean, millions of people love to see singing on social media. For me, <laughs> for me, I don't want to see it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's okay. fair. 
And and just, and I don't disagree a hundred percent, but it doesn't give me an ick. But it, when it's bad, it's icky. It doesn't even have to be bad. Like even if it's incredible, <laughs> I can't watch it. Like I'm just saying, I'm gonna scroll immediately. Okay, yeah, I got it. Cause it gives me that pit in my stomach. Okay. The ick pit. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The ick pit no in your clue. stomach. It's like the feeling of butterflies, but bad butterflies. It's like, you know, John, when you're saying something and I'm like, stop, you're giving me anxiety, but it's not anxiety. It's, it's the ick pit. Okay. Trucker hats. Eh, you're out. Okay. I know you love a good trucker hat. I just can't get behind the trend. I wouldn't call that an ick though. I'm going to call you out on that. That's just a preference you don't like. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Next. This might actually be the number one on the whole list. When people correct meaningless facts in a story you're telling. Yes. Ick pit times 10. Oh my goodness. If I'm out to dinner with a couple. Oh. And the guy or the girl is telling a story. And then the other one chimes in. No, you were going 35 miles an hour, not 50. I'm Who like, cares? I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You need to not, not do that. Yeah. That is not fun to do. Yeah. So annoying. Correcting meaningless facts for anyone should be illegal. Yeah. That's an ick pit. Especially if you're just trying to dramatize your story, make it a little bit more entertaining. And then the other person has the audacity to be like, actually it was this much. And you're like... Come on, dude. Next. Marcus's Amazon orders. <laughs> Gives you an ick? <laughs> Me and Marcus share an Amazon Prime account, and I get the emails to what's ordered. So we'll be like, let me just give you all a perfect example. I just got an email. Kristen, thank you for shopping with us. Here's your confirmation for your $200 black walnut cracker. What? <laughs> We have a black walnut tree in our yard and they're oh. they're falling everywhere. And Marcus was like, I want to find a way to harvest these. So we've been watching videos. And so today he impulsively bought a $200 black walnut cracker. But and that didn't give you an ick. Yes, it did. Why? Because you should see the other things he buys. No, I love it. I love Marcus. I love you. And I love all the things you buy. He has a great collection in the back shed. He buys the most insane things on Amazon and it gives me the ick. Okay, next. <laughs> when people comment on my dog's gray faces. Oh, I didn't see that. It it makes me so annoyed. Again, maybe this is not a pet this is more of a pet peeve, John. Yeah, but it gives you the ick on that person. Yeah. Because Anytime- we talked about sorry. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week. About if I say something about your animals look overweight or you're feeding them too much, Mm -hmm. you get triggered. Mm -hmm. You do not like people talking about your animals. Mm -mm. And there have been friends of ours that have gotten major ick vibes from you when they (laughs) hate on your animals. Yeah. I just think that (laughs) I have definitely lessened the amount I post camper on honey on my social media because subconsciously I know when I post them, I'm going to get hundreds and I'm not exaggerating hundreds of messages saying they look so old. Oh my gosh. What happened? Honey's even gray now. Blah, blah, blah. People go oh on gosh. and on and it's 
it's funny. I was saying it's not mean spirited, but it's just annoying to be on the receiving end of it. Mm -hmm. And it's so stupid and whatever, but it's just, (laughs) it's kind of like when I cut, when we cut James's hair and then months after that, anytime I'd post James, everyone would be like, I miss his curls. I miss his curls. And then I just was like, I don't even want to post pictures of him because I don't want to get all those messages of people giving their opinion about something that is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. So that gives me the ick. Sorry, but you signed up for the life you live, queen. I know, but I can proclaim my truth about my icks. True. And then when I was talking about it on Instagram, people were like, oh, well, half of the people were like, I totally understand. It's just sad for people to bring up that your dogs are getting older, basically, because it's just like... Something that you don't need to point out. And then some people were like, well, it's just because we've been following you since you got Camper and Honey. So when we see their gray faces, it just like is shocking. Mm -hmm. And I understand both sides, but it can still give me the ick. Totally. You know, all these are just personal opinions. And, you know, if I was on the dating scene, I would probably have so many icks about, oh my goodness. I have so many icks when it comes to dating. If I have the ick specifically from a person, most likely that ick is permanent. It's very, very hard to get mm. rid of an ick once it's there. On like a specific person, you're saying? Yeah, it's like if somebody gives me an ick for a reason, mm-hmm. especially if I'm like interested in them or potentially dating, whatever, if I get ick vibes, it's over. Well, that's the thing. I think that was like the whole premise of when people made up the term ick. I think it all started with a girl seeing a guy doing something that's just kind of embarrassing or just kind of like gross and just being immediately losing all romantic feelings for them because you got the ick. These girls around town, they be getting the ick pit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That probably gave them the ick pit when you said that. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you guys can comment. Give us some icks unlikely icks that you have you can tell me if my rubik's cube ick was just totally uncalled for it was and i'm sorry for every rubik's cube champion listening right now i think you're amazing i want to empower you to keep keeping on keep rubixing yeah quickly yeah with a great face and don't worry about what face you make you know i'm just gonna get accents impersonations singing instagram reels rubik's cubes reels sent to me now yeah I love that for me. (laughs) Okay, well. Well, Unlikely X Life Updates, episode five. Kristen, we are close to November. And then season one is over? Well, we haven't quite decided that yet. (laughs) (laughs) We just said season one of That's the Point, and then we never said how many episodes that entailed. We talked about it being 12 episodes, ending beginning of December, taking a holiday break, and starting in the new year. Yeah. But I honestly don't know how many episodes is in a standard season of a podcast. Do you? I've never even heard of a podcast doing a season. Oh, you haven't? I have. And I don't even listen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, from y'all's comments, we've we've seen a few things. You guys like the longer episodes. Haven't you seen those comments? Yeah, yeah. You guys like the longer episodes. We have so many Patreon members now, which is so exciting. Now I'm just like, we need more fun content for our Patreon members. So we're definitely going to be 
doing the book club. Yep, in November. We posted our actual fall bucket lists over there so you can see the physical ones there if you want to copyright some down. We've obviously posted all of our unedited video episodes. I still get comments about where we can where people can watch the podcasts. Yeah. A lot of people are asking them for them on YouTube. I know. We maybe next season, but right now it's Patreon. Just Patreon. We could maybe post like different like clips and stuff on YouTube, but Patreon is the only place that's gonna get the fully unedited podcast episodes. Yeah. So thank you guys for being Patreon supporters and obviously following us on that's the point dot pod. We've almost hit ten thousand followers, John. <gasps> on Instagram? Yeah. Really? Well, I think we're at 8,000. Okay. Maybe so, after this episode, <gasps> y'all listeners can push us over the 10K mark. If y'all get us to 10K on Instagram, we'll give you a present. What will it be? Um, An ick? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll message each of you and tell you what your specific ick is. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine 10,000. Oh what are we at? We're at 8,400. Okay. I think we can do it. You guys can do it. Push us. We can do it. Um, but anyways, we love you guys. Love you guys. Great episode, Chris. Thanks. You too, John. Thanks. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> we love you guys. That's the point. That's the point. Bye. Great. We did. That's the point. We love you guys. That's the point. Okay. Okay. I didn't say it in synchronicity with you. You know, Joe's going to edit this in to the podcast and everyone's going to hear it. Not into the podcast. Into the podcast. He did it last episode. Bye. Bye.